gone wild. Friends 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 gone wild. Hey everybody, welcome back for another exciting episode of Welcome to St. Paxton, where I am not your game master. No, that honor belongs to one of my BFFs, best friends, five ever, Fred Greenleaf. Well, hello. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Fred, um, how's it going today? It is going great. I am very excited to play and do all kinds of cooking and D&D fun. Me too. And who are you? Oh, yeah, sorry. Hey, everybody. I'm a Creeping Flocks of Summer. I'm a, I'm a tabaxi. I'm a monk, but uh, I am also uh, a, a really good chef, I guess. So people keep telling me. And Seth, who are you going to be playing tonight? I'm playing Blossom Brightmoon, the halfling fighter, future swashbuckler, and a big fan of Phlox's food. And how about you, Stacy? I'm playing Corey, Spider Smasher of Clan Tarth. Hero? I am playing Bosley, the, I guess, ex-fiance of the woman whose murderer we're trying to find, and uh, I'm kind of going through some shit right now. And Mike. Last but not least. Hi, everyone. It's me, Mike Lane, and I'll be playing Irving, the hoppy wood elf of the Feywild. Ooh, hoppy. That's new. Yeah, because he's always hopped up on something. Ah, got ah, it. Oh, I thought he was like an IPA guy. Yeah. Like, oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> like, is I mean, this he's an everything kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's a beer pun or like he's going to turn into a rabbit next or. <laughs> uh, Hero, what do you mean by I guess? <laughs> Did you like back off? I'm not from sure. How, your I'm just not sure to how to describe your it. Deceased fiance. Uh, like we were just about to get married, and she was killed. So how do you describe? Is it, is it just like I'm the fiance widow, or I'm not yeah. sure how to describe that? Widower of the ex fiance. I don't know how that all works. Yeah. Former fiance of the deceased. <laughs> <laughs> so many ways that could be interpreted. Yeah, yeah. it does sound very yeah. close to uh, being married to a dead person. <laughs> well, which, if it was a vampire, that'd be totally okay. I mean, that's. Oh, man. All right. So, last time, our adventurers found themselves. In the great Fay cook-off competition, judged by Mary Goodberry and Paul Hollytree. The five adventurers came together to create three dishes by hunting, by searching and harvesting, and also by trying to make one another cry. So let's take it from there. Where did we last leave our adventurers? Didn't we finish immediately after Bosley and Flox had a really emotionally crazy fight? 
Oh yeah. yeah. We literally left as Flox yeah. was crying into her dish after throwing Bosley's vial of tears away because she realized it wouldn't actually work for the recipe that was needed. And also I think personally, probably because screw you Bosley in that moment. Yes, no, absolutely. It was definitely emotionally charged and yeah, we left with flocks uh, crying tears of sadness uh, into her recipe. Uh, pull it together. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I just have to knead this d- this dough. Uh, the pastry has to go uh, sit by the ice for a certain amount of time, and then I'll have to fold it again. And okay. I've got this. So I'm going to put my dough, which I've just cried all of my salty tears of sadness uh, into by the, I guess, ice block that would be near my station so that it can start chilling. And I'm going to start searing and preparing the loin of the displacer beast uh, for my displacer beast Wellington. So as you're putting everything together, you can see that the judges have started on the other end of the competition uh, and they are already starting to uh, go table to table critiquing uh each of these submissions for the three dishes for this competition. Um, you can see from the responses coming from the onlookers, uh, various um, degrees of either, um, you know, dishes being prepared greatly and or poorly. And it is now uh, landing upon Wolfgang Puck's table and his submission. As you are quickly putting together the last minute touches to your dishes, you can see at first confidently Wolfgang Puck talking to Mary and Paul, but towards the end, after they are uh, enjoying the food presented by Wolfgang, you can see Paul and Mary speaking uh, with each other and then a loud outburst from Wolfgang of anger comes and he just smacks the food off to the side and then looks over at your table, shooting daggers with his fiery eyes. Uh, as he does so, I'm going to sprinkle salt down my shoulder and onto my elbow as I salt the crust of my Wellington and get it ready to like push forward. And yeah, that's uh, that's how I'll answer his menacing look in our direction. So as Paul and Mary finish up with Wolfgang, they start to head over to your table. Um, they uh, look around uh, at your entire group and uh, Mary approaches you, uh, Flocks, and says, Okay, uh, Creeping Flocks, uh, what is it that you are presenting to us today? Uh, thank you so much, judges. Uh, for the first course, uh, an appetizer of displacer beast. Now, uh, we use the fig leaves uh, to create this dolma. So inside, there is a minced displacer beast with a combination of figs, onions, and some other savory herbs and spices. It's all rolled together and steamed, and I, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, there's a little bit of displacer beast and fig sauce on the side. Now, this dish is meant to be uh, sweet at first, but then there's a nice, savory, soothing uh, flavor that just kind of pulls everything together. 
Paul steps up, uh, is looking, critiquing uh, over your food, and he says, a dolma, I, I'm not familiar with this term. Is that a, a tabaxi uh, cuisine or saying? Uh, no, actually. You see, I went to this really interesting place. Uh, it was called Greece, and um, it, basically they hold this really amazing competition every couple of years. And so I saw like all of these street vendors that had these dolmas uh, in their carts, and they were just really easy foods that you could take with you on the go. And uh, it just seemed like a really great way to uh, feature the displacer beast and the fig as well. Interesting. So are we to use our hands when we enjoy this? Uh, if you like, that's uh, that's something you could certainly do. Of course, there are uh, some utensils here if you don't want to get your fingers a little messy. Paul and Mary look at each other and um, after kind of like a moment of uh, known conversation and quiet within uh, between the two of them, they both pick up uh, your first presentation plate uh, with their hands uh, and they start to eat it. Um, you can see them kind of savoring the flavors. They kind of look off to the side as they try to decipher all the different things that are going on within this dish. And they say, interesting. There is definitely a combination of flavors that uh, hit all the flavor senses. Not bad. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Thank you. And then for your next dish, the main dish. Yes. So we've created a Wellington out of the most tender part of the displacer beast. So this is a tender, uh, just a very succulent displacer beast loin wrapped in a pastry of tears of sadness. And then it's also salted with a special, uh, let's call it out of this world, uh, spice. Hmm. Out of this world. I assume you mean not of the fae. That's right. Hmm, interesting. I would like for you to roll something that would be equivalent to your skills. So maybe performance or I don't know. What what would you like to roll to see how successful you are? Okay, so I am going to roll insight because I've seen how Mary and Paul are kind of reacting to the other people's foods and like just their facial expressions. So um, I just think that I'm going to be using insight to give them the flavor profiles and the textures that they want to see the things that maybe they would like even more than I would like, or things that I probably wouldn't even try cooking. Does that roll? Oh, absolutely. A 13 plus six is 19. So you can see them start cutting into your main entree. Um, the displacer beast uh, just cuts beautifully. It is very tender and juicy. Um, it at first has a nice crisp crunch to it, and then it is just steaming and moist within. Um, they start to enjoy it, and for countless seconds there is no reaction whatsoever 
Um, they both look at each other and they kind of cock their heads. Um, Paul nods at Mary. Mary kind of gives him a acknowledgement uh, and they go, okay, can you um, just tell me what this out of this world spice that you used? Uh, yes, it's cumin. Cumin. Interesting. And in what kind of cuisine does this cumin usually exist within? This is a traditional tabaxi course um, from our homeland. Interesting. I would say that it has subtle notes of spice, almost a heat to it, but not hot. It's, it's enthralling. It's warm. Warm. That is a great way of putting it. And the saltiness is perfect. Um, of course, we're not going to ask where you procured these tears of saltness, but uh, it is uh, definitely something that uh, really accentuates the dish. And how thank you. Absolutely. And how about your third course? Uh, thank you so much. Uh, my friends have actually been churning this since they got back from uh, getting all of the other ingredients. And so uh, this is a displacer beast fat ice cream. Um, and it's topped with a salted caramel. And it also has chunks of fig in it as well. How did you render the fat into ice cream? What was that process? Uh, so basically, I used magic because it's not something you should be able to do. Of course, of course. Yeah. So they dig into the ice cream. Um, you can see them kind of enjoying the ice cream. But uh, other than that, they don't really show much emotion. And uh, they leave the table afterwards. You can see that they have uh, returned to the platform that they once started upon and they are discussing amongst themselves. Um, there are several mages kind of walking around the two of them. It looks like they have orbs uh, of light that are kind of uh, floating around them. And then you can see the image projected on, uh, you know, just the, the sky for the rest of the crowd to kind of watch along as the, the five of you kind of come together and, and await the information uh, as far as who has uh, won the competition. At which point the five groups are uh, beckoned to join Mary and Paul to the platform. And as you and your group uh, steadily get closer, you can see Wolfgang and his group uh, and the three other groups that were within the competition with you. And uh, you can see that Wolfgang is very stiff and um, has what looks like a very... Uh, just a uh, an air of animosity towards you and your group uh, flocks, and it is uh, very uncomfortable uh, as the, your two groups stand next to each other, uh, him and his three drow uh, companions, and then you and your four as well. Well, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for coming together. Um, we have seen and tasted a lot of amazing uh, dishes today. But of course, as we all know, there can only be uh, one winner. And so before we 
announce who that winner is, we will cut off to our sponsor. And you can see uh, a small group come up and they start talking about their local business. And, uh, you know, it's kind of going on and on um, as as you uh, wait uh, patiently. And then Paul comes up and goes, the winner for tonight's competition is going to be The group that presented the three best dishes with flavors oh my gosh. and ingredients that we have not tasted before. And that winner tonight is going to be walking away with the prize of the Great Fay Cooking Competition trophy the winner is for an entire year going to be celebrated can can you just spit it out please oh (laughs) yes of course of course (laughs) thank you thank you and the winner is thank you Corey creeping flocks of summer yes oh yes yes what oh my god I knew it the <gasps> crowd is uh, excitedly talking amongst each other. There is a loud uh, hum and murmur as everybody kind of discusses the name flocks, and you hear key words like tabaxi and, uh, you know, dis- was it Displacer Beast Wellington? That's right. Displacer Beast Wellington and, and some of the other things. Um, you pick up a lot of uh, cumin in the background. Um, and and then there is just a loud cry, a loud outburst. And off to your side, you see Wolfgang Puck. And he just looks at you and goes, I can't believe they chose you over me. What was your secret? Sadness and cumin. Well, there's going to be a lot more sadness when you drop to the ground in your death. And he pulls out this rod that has a spider on the end of it. And you can see this just dark magic flame erupt around his fist that is grasping this wand. And you can feel the ground uh, shake a little bit as energy just vibrates off of him. And uh, what looks like a dark presence comes out of the ground. This dark kind of coiling gas or shadow starts to um, form into like a humanoid-like shape uh, and starts darting towards you incredibly fast. Okay. I will give you one uh, action uh, before we go into... Uh, combat here. So each of you will get one uh, round, or not round, but one action prior to us going into uh, combat. So Bosley wasn't there the whole time. If I remember correctly, he had left right as Phlox started crying into the uh, dish. But 
I was going to say that during that whole time, he was kind of biding his time, waiting to see a moment that he could go after Wolfgang to get whatever information he could on Bobby. Um, Bobby Faye. No, not Bobby Faye. On Guy Ferry. So is it possible that I can come from the crowd and join into this? Absolutely. But did you say you were talking to Wolfgang Puck and trying to glean information off of him about Guy Ferry? No, I was... I was waiting for a time to discreetly or as discreetly as possible confront him to get information. So I haven't done anything yet because he was so prominently displayed in the competition. Got it. Got it. Okay. So you will be uh, emerging from the crowd going towards your uh, companions, um, but that will be your turn. Okay, um, I would like to use my feline agility to use double speed, and um, I'd like to go right towards Wolfgang. Okay, how how do you do this? Do you just go straight for him? So I'm going to try and dart around whatever is kind of coming my direction. Um, is it like at normal speed or is it really fast like I'm fast or? Uh, yeah, it has normal speed, but it's almost as if it's hovering or flying off of the ground. So it does even have legs. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm just going to kind of try to dart around it, uh, but not wasting movement or time. I really just want to get to Wolfgang and see if I can't incapacitate him right away. Okay. Um, so as you pass this dark shape or figure, you can see that there is almost kind of like a shadow-esque wings that are sprouting from the back of its body. It has a muscular shadow shadowy torso that kind of ends into a uh, shadowy lower part of the body that just dissipates and disappears so it doesn't show any legs um it does have long uh clawed uh fingers and arms uh, and two horns sprout out of the top of its head um as you pass by it um when you get close uh to uh, Wolfgang, uh, you are within striking range, but that is your turn. Um, but now you are within range of him and his three companions. Okay. Anybody else? When I see action is about to happen, I want to make eye contact with Corey and just be like, Corey, it's perch time. And I want to run up and climb up into my perch on her back. Okay. So I'm ready to fight. Corey and Irving. I am just going to get us into a good position to attack, basically. So backing up um, flocks. Okay. So, so just a you'll kind of like move towards uh, flocks, but probably not nearly as close because of the difference in speed. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then what about Irving? Do you do anything right now? Yes. I'm going to cast call lightning again. Okay, what uh, what is your target? Um, obviously Wolfgang. Okay. I guess that's not obvious, but it's my obvious target. And that is a uh, dex 15 save. Oh, actually, hang, 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 hang on. Uh, apparently anything within five feet of it 
gets hit. So if I can somehow center it around this uh, dark shape and Wolfgang, I mean, all the better. No, unfortunately, the dark shape actually moved towards um, uh, Phlox and then Phlox ran past it to engage Wolfgang. So if you shoot Wolfgang, you are going to hit uh, Phlox. Well, I would put it behind him so that it, it just engulfs him if possible. Okay, let's. That's fine. Um, okay, so then it is a dexterity saving throw. Okay, uh, it it uh, it Wolfgang rolls a nineteen. Ooh, well, I still get some damage. Well, it should be three d ten, and then half of that. Twenty three. So half of that. Uh, what is that? Six? No. Uh. 11. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Everybody roll initiative. 15 for Corey. 17 for Bosley. 12 for Blossom. Okay. So 16 for Phlox. And 10 for Irving. All right. So Wolfgang will go first. Uh, the first spell it casts, um, it is going to cast uh, with a bonus action. It is going to cast a spell that turns it into a silvery mist, and he teleports 30 feet away to an unoccupied space. So he teleports 30 feet backwards, back away from the rest of the group, uh, and 30 feet away from uh, flocks. Um, Flocks, you are left uh, with three drow uh, fighters um, nearby you, uh, and then the shadow demon is probably about, I would say, 20 to 30 feet away from you as well. Okay. Okay. Uh, Bosley, you are up. Can I run? I'm going to run right up next to Flocks. And cast Spirit Guardians. Okay. Which allows me to call forth spirits to protect me, which will basically affect the speed and also cause some damage on the start of turn for any creatures that are around me, except for those that I do wish to exclude from that. So everyone in my party who is within a 15-foot radius of me is unaffected by this spell. So, do you choose angelic or fey for the spectral forms that appear around you? I'm going to go angelic. Okay. Um, so, uh, kind of like uh, uh, angelic forms that are um, kind of, uh, God, what is the word I'm looking for? See through, um, uh, flitter around you, and. Uh, the creatures, the drows that are nearby are uh, being kind of like distracted by it. Um, do you do anything else on your turn? I'll look to Fox and say, we still need to talk. And that'll be it. Okay, Flox, it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to run 30 feet away, and I'm going to attack um, 
Wolfgang. Okay. So before you do that, you will uh, incur three attacks of opportunity unless you have a special monk skill that allows you to um, negate attacks of opportunity. I don't think so. Okay. Um, that is uh, a 16. That is a 20. And that is a 14. Do any That's of those one- hit? One hit. One hit. Okay, so you will take uh, seven points of damage. Okay. Um, I am going to attack. Um, At fifth level, I get an extra attack. I'm going to be using a key point to get bonus or two bonus attacks for each of those attacks. So that's a total of six attacks. Okay, so that is a 16 an 18, a 7, a 14, a 23, and a 19. Uh, Four of those are going to hit. That's 38 damage. Slashing if it matters. Uh, Yes, because it hurts. (laughs) Why why is it slashing? Because I have my claws. Ah, got it, got it, got it, got it. All right. Um, you just uh, slash bright ribbons uh, into uh, Wolfgang's body, and uh, blood starts to uh, drip from numerous places. Um, and uh, that was a good amount of damage. Okay, so now I have used my flurry of blows. That's what that is. Um, he needs to succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Or be knocked prone. Okay. And that number is 16. Now, is that like a power that you use like a key point on? Is that the same as no. Flurry of Blows? So that's um, that's uh, the way of the open hand. So it's the path that my monk chose. So it's it doesn't apply to all monks, but just that particular path of monk. And and it's and it's procced by the flurry or by just that's an uh, attack? Yeah, whenever you hit a creature with one of the attacks granted by Flurry of Blows, which I did, you can impose one of the following effects on the target. So you can either be knocked prone, um, 15 feet away, or can't take reactions until the next turn, and I'm choosing knocked prone. Okay. And that is an 18. Okay, so you, you pass. All right, the shadow demon will uh, engage Irving and will attack it uh, with uh, claws. Is this the one that was further away or is this the one that was close? Okay. No, you're you're next to three drow fighters. Oh, drow fighters. Sorry. Gotcha. Yeah. Oofa. That is a 24 to hit on Mike. So good. That hits. You are going to take 17 psychic damage uh, from this shadowy creature. Ow. Now, does call lightning have a concentration? concentration? Yes. So you must make a constitution saving throw to maintain your constitution. The DC equals 10 or half the damage you take. Whichever number is higher, so it would be 10. Yeah. So what is your constitution saving throw? Zero. 
Okay, <laughs> so roll a 20. 16. Ooh. All right, so you continue to concentrate on your call lightning spell. Awesome. And then it is Corey Spider Smasher of Clan Tarth. Yay. Uh, so I'm going to attack the nearest drow. Okay, so let me see. Yeah, so you would have to move and then attack. I do also, um, I was looking at my barbarian stuff. I have fast movement because I don't have heavy armor on. I don't know if that makes a difference, but I'm just letting you know. So yeah, I, I so think an extra that means you can move 40 feet instead of 30 feet because you don't wear yeah. heavy armor. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if I have to move and then attack, does that change? Nope. You, you get to do both. Okay. So I will do that. Um, and then I will attack. Attack one is a crit 20. All right. So that's 27. And attack two is 27 because I can't math. 24. Okay. We're in the Feywild. We have to start calling it maths. Maths. <laughs> Quick maths. <Yeah. laughs> All right. Uh, D12. Eight plus three. Uh, what does it do for crit? I just roll it the d12 twice, right? Yes. And then okay. add the same bonus. And then for my second... So, a real quick question. Let's let's resolve these two attacks independently. So, let's just okay. start with the first crit. So, let's not worry about the second attack yet. So, you attack okay. a drill fighter. How does that turn out with damage? Uh, with damage. And then my 1d6 for my first attack... Uh, the first hit is 28 points for my crit. Why Why did you roll a 1d6? What was that for? I have, because uh, I have the zealot, or zealot, okay. sorry, Got the it. zealot subclass or whatever. So I get 1d6 plus half my level damage of radiant damage. So it's... Is that when you're raging or just any attack? It's just my first attack. Of in a the fight. round or in a fight? In a fight. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah. Okay. So how much total damage was it? It's 24 points of just great axe damage, and then it's six points of radiant damage, if that makes a difference, because I forgot I have to separate Not, them. It, it wouldn't make a difference on the Drow Fighter, but okay. uh, you do enough damage to kill it in one strike. How does that look? <laughs> uh, so I am going to charge at him bring my great axe back and then swing it very hard all the way around. And I'll just lop his head off and let it kind of roll off to the side. And I, I just imagine like this very slim, probably average height drow elf, and then a Goliath coming up and just swinging this great axe. And the other two drow look at their companion and uh, they pale. Uh, significantly okay that's why i wanted you just to resolve your first attack now your second <laughs> attack <laughs> damn <laughs> your second attack was a roll of what 24 so that hits <laughs> damage. am i hitting the dead body am i just no 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 so there's okay there's, so like imagine <laughs> you're engaging numerous um fighters so you so can like just... bosley is like on one side and like you're on the other side 
there was three of them. So you could easily be adjacent to two different fighters. Okay. So your first attack dropped one. Now you're resolving your second attack. All right. So D12. <laughs> you keep hitting the dead <laughs> trout. I kind of I mean, want you could. to. Okay, okay, how, about this? how about this? I will allow this to work. If you want to use your second attack on the same dead drow you could then accompany it with an intimidation rule to see if you could intimidate the other fighters yes i would like to do that okay oh my god so, so I love this. please first describe before you roll intimidation what your second attack does because it's dead you don't actually have to succeed in a roll so go ahead and just describe what you do to the remaining headless body so I'd like to imagine that it drops to the ground because it doesn't have a head anymore. So it just drops to the ground and I would like to grab it by the leg, pick it up and swing it around. Can I do that? So, so you're just swinging a body I'm gonna, by its leg I around your head? hit a motherfucker with another motherfucker. <laughs> oh, oh, you're trying to hit another fighter with the yeah. first fighter? It's murder yes. bowling. <laughs> Okay, so I'm, you, I'm ducking in my perch while this is happening. By the way, <laughs> so you have two options. You can okay. either inflict damage in some way with the drow as a um, improvised weapon, or you try to strike the other drow without hitting with damage, but with, through intimidation to see if you can, you know, make it's, them. It's definitely intimidation at okay. this point. I want to intimidate. All right. So you so, start swinging a damage. headless body and roll intimidation for your second attack. This makes me very sad, but oh, that's no. a seven. Uh, okay. So unfortunately, the seven, uh, I guess it's contested. So um, intimidation and what would the contest be? Is there a skill? Will. Will. Okay, so let's just do the wisdom. Okay, so unfortunately it is not successful. They are hardened warriors and uh, have possibly seen much worse. I don't know what more could be worse than a <laughs> Goliath swinging the dead body of their companion at them, but uh, they were They've unfortunately seen some shit. intimidated. <laughs> What if it was uh, what they had seen before it was a Goliath doing exactly that and then using the second ta attack against another one of them? <laughs> Stacy? <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Uh, so now it's actually the Drow's turn. Um, one will... Okay, okay, so actually I have to resolve your spell, um, Hero. So let's see. Wisdom Their speed is halved. And wisdom saving throw. Okay, so their wisdom isn't great. Uh, one is an eight and one is an 18. So it looks like one saves. One saves, yeah. Okay, so what happens to the other one? The other one, I should have just kept this spell open this whole time. Oh, so one you second. do 3d8 uh, radiant damage so. and then half <clears throat> damage to the, the person that saves. Mm-hmm. So as the spirits are swirling around these two remaining drow, uh, the drow are disoriented and they start to take some damage. And that is 
3d8, no bonus. So that is 20 for the one who takes full damage. And then, and then the one who the takes other. half. Well, oh, just, is it the same for both? In just yeah, half? I mean, I, uh, I guess you would roll twice. It's not like an area of effect. So you could roll again. Okay. Uh, that one, unfortunately, is a 12. So he only takes six points of damage. So the first um, drow that moves into action, um, your spell uh, does enough damage to drop him. So what is it that your spirit guardians are doing uh, to uh, kill this drow? The spirits are basically in this whirlwind tornado formation, continually flying through this drow and makes him more and more nauseous and ill until finally he keels over completely incapacitated and uh, dies from just this constant exposure of these spirits flying through him. Got it. Okay. Um, and then the other one takes only six damage uh, and will strike you uh, Bosley. And let's see. That is going to be a 15 versus oh, armor class. Is that hit? Just hits, yeah. Okay. Uh, you take seven points of damage. Okay. Ouch. Oh, I do want to call something to attention, um, especially for Stacy um, and, and possibly Mike. Um, whatever damage you took uh, fighting the Displacer Beast and... Uh, the drow earlier, uh, there was no short rest and or long rest in between um, that encounter. No, Bosley and this healed one. us though. Yeah, so it would have been oh, whatever did... healing I gave. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. We okay, didn't okay. do a short rest, yeah. but we did get healed. Okay, 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 okay. I forgot about that. Um, okay, so after the drow, it is blossom. Sweet. Um, so how far away am I from Wolfgang, or how far away are we? I should say. <laughs> um, I would say you guys are 30 feet away. Okay, perfect. Um, so I'll just assume Corey has the, the drow um, under control, and I'm going to shoot at Wolfgang with the okay. crossbow. So, uh, oh, did he save from being prone? He did, right? Or did he not? Was he prone? Because of... I think he's saved. Okay. He's not prone. Yeah, because okay. if he was prone, you'd have disadvantage, but he's not prone. Okay. Uh, well, my first attack is 14. I don't know if that hits. Uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, it does not. Okay. Well, I'm going to use my extra attack. Shoot again. And that's a 15. <laughs> <laughs> Getting better. <laughs> 15 actually hits. Oh, yay. <laughs> Sweet. Um, so that one's going to do seven damage. Okay. And then I'm going to action surge because I'm just like real psyched that I hit. Um, and I'm going to attack one more time. Oh, my gosh. That one's a 15. Okay. <laughs> so whew, thank goodness. And that does six damage. Okay. Uh, he is looking worse for wear right now. Sweet. 
Um, okay, and then Irving. I was trying to do so much stuff during the in-between of that. <laughs> okay. So, wow, it sounds like a lot of these people have been taken care of. So I think I'm going to focus on the big bad if I can still reach him. So, yes, actually you can. Because if I read this correctly, a storm cloud appears in the shape of a cylinder that is 10 feet tall with a 60 foot radius centered on a point you can see 100 feet away. You chose a specific point. He only moved 30 feet away uh, and it has a 60 foot radius. So, yes, you should still be able to hit him. Okay, cool. Then um, trying to maximize placement to hit enemies. Uh, if there are any about him, I will definitely center the strike there. Uh, no, he's he's only got flocks next to him. Okay, so I will then very cautiously have the strike behind him so that so as to not damage flocks. Okay. Oh, you don't roll. I have to roll against this, right? Yeah. Uh, I know that it's weird. Is, that is actually a 17. Is is your... No, it's still uh, only 16, so okay. it's half damage. Okay, go ahead That's and roll okay. half damage. Nine. 15, so okay. 7. Okay. So um, you hear Wolfgang start to speak in an arcane tongue, and before your very eyes, he disappears. Coward. It is now Bosley's turn. Uh, For a a bonus action. I'm just going to call forth my spirit weapon, which is just basically an amplification of my uh, fairly mundane mace that I carry around me or around with me at all times. So the mace begins glowing with this green spiritual energy, and I'll swing that at the one remaining drow in front of me. Okay. Which. Helps if I roll onto the table. 20. Non-natural. That hits. Awesome. And that does... 10 damage. I That is going to be enough to drop that fighter. Um, what does that look like, Bosley? So... Standing next to Corey and seeing the first drow's head pop off from the axe, Bosley is obviously invigorated. He's concerned for his friend and uh, or not concerned, inspired by his friend. So he swings uh, almost at like a 45 degree down angle, his mace, and it because it's got this whole spiritual energy around it, it, it just has a tremendous amount of force and actually crumples half of this drow's head. And then the drow That's just gross. drops lifeless. 
his eye pops out. Oof. Oh no, I'm not going Glenn on this. And then and then he's just like gurgling and choking uh as he like squirms on the ground. No, we don't want to go Glenn on this. Oof. I Oof. I'm over there patting him on the back for a job well done. <laughs> 20 seconds go by and he is still gurgling oh. on blood in his <laughs> no, throat. No, I don't want to go blood on this. <laughs> I am not Negan. One of his hands start to like raise up <laughs> looking for somebody to, to help him as he is just lying there. Do you not finish him? Like, just... <laughs> Put him out of his misery, Boslin. Jesus Christ. Well, he already took an action or and then a bonus him, action, I mean. so. Uh. All right, so now it is Flox's turn. Was that the last drow? Yeah. There no, there's only the shadow demon fighting Irving and uh, an invisible wolf gang. Hmm. Invisible. I'm going to hold my turn until Wolfgang appears again. And at that point, okay. I'm going to go as close to him as I can in Flurry of Blows. Okay. Um, it is the Shadow Demon's turn. Uh, it will continue to strike out at Irving and rolls at 18. Sorry, buddy. And it will I don't do. Like it. it will do seventeen more psychic damage. Oh, that's not good. I'm at negative six now. Ooh. Irving has dropped uh, onto the ground in a hoppy mess and no. uh, is down for the count uh, and is bleeding from the uh, rended, clawed marks. Uh, ripping through his flesh on his chest. And it is now Corey. Uh, seeing Irving go down, I'm going to use a reckless attack and uh, run at the shadow to attack it. So it just gives me advantage on melee weapon attack rolls using strength. So I just want to confirm though, once reckless attack is used, that means that they do get advantage against you as well. Correct. Yes, until my next turn, any attacks against me will have advantage. Great. Okay, go ahead and do so. Uh, first roll is a 13. Next one is an 18. So it's going to be 18 for my first attack. That is going to hit. Well, 18 plus 7, but that doesn't matter now. because. I- oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, in that case, your 13 my- hits too. But you only get one attack, so. And my second one is 9 plus 7, 16 for my second attack. Yeah, yeah, that'll definitely hit. Okay. Wait, wait, but when you make your first attack on your turn, you can decide to attack recklessly. So it does, the reckless does not affect your second attack. No, I just rolled it once. Oh, okay, 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 got it. Yeah. Um, All right, so. That is 11 plus 3 plus 6 plus 3. Uh, that is a total of 23 All right. altogether. So your great axe takes great slashes uh, through this shadow uh, creature. Um, uh, but it is still up. Uh, and it is... 
it is now well all the draw fighters are dead so it is blossom's turn Oof, that one that was writhing on the ground finally oh died. he's still alive <laughs> Yes, no, I'm sorry. There is one drow warrior on the ground. Oh my god. Now he's oh, okay. calling out for help oh. weekly. Oh, is he really? I oh, thought do you want to kill him? Dead. I forgot. He is technically. No, I want to get information out. I thought he was dead, or I would have done something totally <laughs> different. Oh, you want me I to mean, not kill him? I, I cannot kill him. I if you would want. like you to interrogate him in his last moments. <laughs> So we can get some information on how to defeat Wolfgang or where he might be going. Okay. Well, I'll go so. for the shadow monster. Then. But you do whatever you were oh, going to do. Because I was going to put him out of his misery. The poor I'm thing. real far away, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Please kill me. Oh, yeah. Blossom would have compassion. She's going to shoot him. <laughs> or at least try to. We'll see. <laughs> Um, oh, 26 he's, for my attack. He's, he, there's no way he's got any defense. So <laughs> you're, you're pretty much people going to hit him. Uh, do I need to roll damage or is he on his last? I mean, it, it's, I would consider it like a coup de gras as well, where it, you know, he has no defense. He's, you know, no. restrained or what is it? Stunned or whatever. So, uh, Prone. you can, how was that? Prone. Well, yeah, but but like mm-hmm. when like when you prone. are dead, when you're like in your death throes, like you go drop below zero. Oh, incapacitated. Yes, thank you. That's mm. the word I was looking for. Uh, okay, so where do you shoot uh, this unfortunate drone oh, warrior? So it's like his head crumpled in one but, side. Yes, oh, and that one side. side okay. Yeah, and and that side's eye has popped out. Oh gosh! So I just want to. I'm I'm aiming for like the the other side of his head because I want to make it a quick clean death. Got um, it. and so I'll shoot just straight through his head and like through the crushed hole. Like, oh yeah, if if that's the way he's laying, then yeah, just right through. It sticks in the ground, and he's just like skewered onto the ground, just quick. Just and clean. pinned to the ground. Yeah. Uh, no more movement noises or gurgling noises coming out of his throat. Uh, and he is dead officially. Good. Much and to Flox's chagrin. <laughs> Sorry, it was real sad. Um, no, it's totally fine. <laughs> you should do what your character would <laughs> That's do. That's what Blossom would do. Um, but well, I'll. Uh, oh, what? Oh, I was just gonna say I'll use my extra attack to try to shoot this shadow. Okay, demon. go ahead. Um, not sure if crossbow bolts will do anything to it, but we'll see. That's a twenty-one for my attack. That hits. And six damage. Okay. So um, both of you, uh, both Corey and Blossom, you notice that uh, because of the almost incorporeal um, body that this demon has, you don't feel like your damage is doing as much as it should. Kind of suspected it wouldn't. Okay. Um, since nobody uh, used any kind of medical aid on Irving, oh, no. he will have to roll his first death saving throw. It is just a hard 20. You got to roll above a 10. If you roll a 20, you're automatically uh, sustained. If you roll a zero, uh, I, th- I think if it's like 10 or less, you take one death count. 
I don't okay. know if, if you roll a zero if anything happens, like you instantly die or anything like that. I was looking it up and it said next to nothing on the subject, and I was like, well, I guess just no one dies. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Irving can't die. 15, so that's not too bad. Oh, so I have a to roll get of a three one successes? counts as two failures. Ew, oh. gross. Yeah. So, Oof. let's see. Yeah, Isn't it crit is it. double success or fail and everything else? Ten below. Yeah, yeah third success should become stable unless somebody else stabilizes you. Yeah, you need three On successes your third failure, before. you die. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, we go to the top of the round. And let's see here. Oh, I have potions of healing. <laughs> okay, I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Blossom's just rifling through her pockets trying to see what she has. <laughs> okay, so... Um, Wolfgang appears 30 feet away from you. Um, flocks, but... Uh, before you can um, take your turn, uh, two things happen. The first thing is large, thick tentacles sprout from the ground, and they are just uh, just writhing around you. Um, and there is also what looks like a um, yellow-green fog uh, that also emits around you as well. So I would like for you to first roll a constitution saving throw. Okay. Um, is, it, is it a problem if either of those are my kinks and maybe they would give me a boost instead? Absolutely. Yes. So <laughs> you will get advantage against tentacles because Yay. you're into hentai and uh, you're into farts. So you're totally good. <laughs> yeah. I have so much. I have so much tentacle fart porn. <laughs> it, it, it reminds me of your tweet the other day, where you're like, "I choked on water and farted" or something like that. Like, Y'all, that was the worst. It was in front of my husband too, and I was like, "How can you have sex with me?" <laughs> it was humiliating. Oh boy! So I put it on the internet. Yeah, hundred percent. Do I need a? Uh, Two constitution saving throws, is that right? No, the first one is going to be a constitution saving throw. Okay. And do I really have advantage on this? No. Okay. I was going to say, <laughs> Jesus. I don't know that I want Flux to go down the path of anti-fart porn. Uh, okay. <laughs> anti-fart porn. 11. What's okay. your constitution bonus saving throw? Uh, plus two. Okay, so unfortunately, you do not save. Um, so as you breathe, you can just feel this like caustic, poisonous, acidic fog enter your lungs. Take 25 points of poison damage. Now, I would like you to roll a dexterity saving throw. God. Okay, Mike, damn. give me a D20, please. Uh yeah. Uh I'll do that. <laughs> Alright, that's a Nat 20. Ooh. Nice. I'm okay. sorry I didn't get it on the first one. <laughs> yeah. 
So this Thank one, you, Michael, th- this might be better though. This one is against the black tentacles trying to wrap around you and restrain you. So let's see. Okay, so it is considered difficult terrain, which will slow you down, but your um, saving throw uh, protects you from being restrained, which means you can move away from both the tentacles and this cloud. So what is uh, your movement? Okay. Naturally 40, I think. Uh, My movement is... Hold on, I'm so sorry. It's 50. Okay. So you can move 25 feet with one move action. Okay. He is technically 30 feet away from you. So you can move, but you're going to be five feet away unless you have some kind of bonus action that gives you extra distance. Okay, I'd like to use feline agility so I can initiate climb up the tentacles, which will double my movement speed. So it'll bring me back up to normal. And so I'd like to climb up the tentacles and I'd like to try to grapple him and just kind of stay on him. So if he disappears, I'm still on top of him or something of that nature. If he's actually teleporting to some other place, I want to try and teleport with him. Okay. Now, before this happens, I do want to ask you a question. At the very beginning of this combat, you used feline agility, is that correct, to double move? To get within striking range of him. That was my regular movement, 50 feet. I'm using feline agility to okay. climb to double my 25. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure because it does say you can only use it once. Um, oh, it says once you use this trait, you can't use it again until you move zero feet on one of your turns. Oh, so you can actually use this over and over. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. So you use your feline agility. You uh nimbly uh traverse these uh tentacles using them um to kind of bound off of it as you close a distance uh in between yourself and Wolfgang Puck and you said you're going to grapple is that correct yes okay. i would like to grapple all right so he so... needs to defeat my dexterity so michael would you roll me uh, a d20 please Nineteen. Damn. Lufa, lufa. Plus, plus five. So twenty-four. Uh seventeen. So you are grappling uh him. Uh that will be your action though for the turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um it is since your turn clicked because of him reappearing, you place yourself in front of Bosley. So Bosley's next but you'll be after Wolfgang if the turn comes back around. So Bosley, you are up. You have Phlox grappling Wolfgang on one side, and you have a shadow demon hovering over a dropped uh, Irving on the other side. To give you a little bit of insight into how Phlox appears, her eyes have turned really yellow and are bloodshot, and she seems to be... um, 
struggling to breathe and you'll notice like quivering of muscles that wouldn't normally quiver on her to say she's in very bad shape health point or hit point wise. Also want to point out that whether you maybe didn't notice Irving dropping or if you did, you still prioritize going after Wolfgang. I do. No, Flox did. Oh, okay. Right. So I called my movement action um, before Irving went down. That's fair. I'll, I'll give so that. So I to couldn't you. have gone. I couldn't have gone over there. That's fair. I mean, I'm just gonna point out. Yeah, that's true. But Steph shot the dying guy <laughs> <laughs> instead of using that's a, a like, potion. What? You shot the wrong I, dying I am, guy. I am in the perch, so I can't get anywhere at the moment. No, I know. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, wait, what? <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to come help you soon. <laughs> uh, okay. Can I run over to Irving while still maintaining my concentration on the Spirit Guardian spell? Uh, I don't see why not. I think yeah. concentration only breaks when um you are struck or cast an oh holy uh is the spirit weapon oh it's another concentration spell i believe so i think you should be fine cuz spirit well is spiritual spirit weapon weapons non concentration it's just okay. verbal somatic yeah so then you're fine you still have it up yeah. all right uh i'll run over to irving stand as much as possible between Irving and the shadow demon. I'll whisper down to Irving, hold on, just hold on. And I'll, Oh, no, no. Um, as I'm saying, hold on, I'll lean down and cast cure wounds at level three on Irving. Okay. Which, Surely that's like it's an instant spell. Yeah, like, it'll auto stabilize Irving, and you roll to see how much you cure him, right? Yeah, but would that end up breaking the uh, spirit guardians? Once again, is it a, is it a concentration? Non concentration. So so then it won't. No. Yeah, you'll awesome. you'll continue to have spirit guardians up. Awesome and awesome. That is 19 plus 3, 22 points of so HP. So coming from zero hit points, you're up to 22 hit points, Irving, uh, and you gain consciousness. Do I factor in the negative six that I was sitting at? No. No. Okay. Yeah, whenever you drop, you just start from zero. Nice. Now, I think if you go more than negative 10, or maybe it's yep. negative half your hit points, you die officially. Gotcha. Oh yeah, which is which it's I pretty it's rare for a half negative half, right? Yeah. It's pretty rare for a creature to continue to attack a downed creature unless they were intelligent. You say it's rare, but it's kind of happened. <laughs> it's like, twice. did that just happen? <laughs> he didn't attack you when you were on the ground. No, no, no. Oh no, I meant we Corey. We, yeah. oh, we. Yes. <laughs> But you guys are But he was pretty dead. Right? Like, <laughs> His head you know, was already a monster knocked might go attack the next live creature because it doesn't see you as a threat because you're knocked unconscious, right? It just assumes you're dead. 
But anyways, um, okay. Why did that? So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you a curveball, hero. Okay. Okay. So when you originally approached the Drow fighters and cast your spirit guardians, Flox was the only person that was there. Okay. Uh oh. You did not designate any number of creatures you can see to be unaffected by it, other than technically Flox. I which means <laughs> yeah which means until your next turn your spirit guardians can harm uh your other companions uh inadvertently uh and your turn is now over so it'll go to the shadow demon where wait, wait, wait when you cast a spell you can designate any number of creatures you can see to be unaffected by it but you didn't designate anybody i did say I would like to avoid the rest of the party. Like, obviously leave them unaffected. I don't know about that. Those were my words. Fine. I'm not going to be a cruel DM. <laughs> I if don't want to hurt her. <laughs> but if, if I was, all of your friends would be taking damage. <laughs> and lumbering around slowly. And... <sighs> Because, yeah, I don't recall that, but that's fine. I'll give it to you. I, I um, genuinely hope that when we're at any of this, I am vindicated <laughs> and I yeah, was because, not thoughtlessly charging. Because, yeah, it, it, when you edit this, I better not hear like an extra insert of. <laughs> it's like my voice no. is completely different tonally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll and record I would a line like for to you. not harm the rest of my party. <laughs> I'm going to protect only the rest of my party. And <laughs> Editor's note. Um, yeah, actually, I'm your editor this time. And it was unclear. If you go back to the beginning of the episode, Bosley bursts onto the scene and casts a spell with a 15-foot radius and says, like, oh, all of my party. But he doesn't actually specify all of his party that's within the spell casting range um if he moves like he had to roll concentration to actually get there so i think that fred was right to razz him a little bit about that but i also think that fred was right to let it go because it was kind of a toss-up so i guess my dm's note is uh be specific y'all um all right so then it is the shadow demon's turn um, it will attack, I would say Corey, uh, who did the most damage. Remember you have advantage. Oh, that's perfect. Cause I rolled a two. <laughs> and this is I shadow mean, demon never mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is right. shadow yeah. demon time. Yeah. Cause he is within the spectral or uh, the spirit guardians as well. Yes. Yes. Let me resolve that first. It does roll an 18, so it'll probably hit, but Oh yeah, it hits. Assuming it doesn't die. Fingers crossed. Uh, let's see. Okay, what kind of damage is this, by the way? The spirit guardians? Mm-hmm. On a failed save, 3d8 plus 3. Or 3d8. Okay, but, but specifically radiant damage, correct? Radiant, correct. So, although it does have damage resistances to, like, piercing, slashing, and a lot of other stuff, it does have vulnerabilities, which means, I believe... Uh, it takes, is it time, like, uh, half as much more damage? I think that's what it means. 
We'll just go with that. So go ahead and roll your three. Uh, actually, you got to do your save, save right? yeah. Okay, so I mean, it, it failed. Okay, are you editing again? Is that what's happening? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it actually does save because it rolled okay. um, a fifteen. Yep. And spirit. Oh, actually, I don't know. What is your spell DC save? Spell DC of fourteen. Okay, so 15, so. so it only takes half damage. So we'll just say it takes full damage on whatever you roll. Because the two will negate. It has the vulnerability and then the successful save. Do you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, okay. So roll 3d8. 14. Okay, so, uh, so since I technically haven't resolved... Uh, my roll yet because we had to resolve this damage you have now done more damage than Corey, and in a uh, mm -hmm. shrill shriek of hissing pain um, it will actually attack Bosley now and it rolled an 18 plus like whatever its bonus is a plus five yeah, totally so 23 hits. to hit <laughs> and you will take 17 psychic damage oh damn okay and then it is Corey's turn. So I understand that it's not taking as much damage as it could, or it's not getting it at all from the physical. No, I, I would say as much. You know okay. that you're doing some damage, but you're not. It, well, I actually have to ask, do you have a non-magical weapon or do you have a magical weapon? I think all of our weapons were magical they're plus one did is that what we did when we made them i think so that's correct yeah okay, okay. so uh it says from non-magical attacks bludgeoning piercing I mean, slashing from non-magical attacks so i guess it would have taken full damage since you have magical weapons so we'll we'll, we'll say that you are actually oh. damaging it so i'll i'll add extra damage here um, okay. I just wanted to know okay. if I should keep attacking that or. So disregard that. Us. You did full damage. Okay. Uh, then I will just go ahead and attack it as per usual. Or I will not with a crit one for my first attack. Excellent. Um, and then my second attack is 14. I don't like being on the side where ones <laughs> suck. <laughs> Plus seven is 21 for my second attack. That definitely hits. Okay. So I guess for my crit one, <laughs> maybe I get clumsy and I hit myself in the foot with my axe. Okay. And then uh, recover, though I'll take damage from that. That's fine. Uh, recover my footing and swing into the misty, shadowy creature. Okay. Uh, so let me roll my, my own damage here. Good. Yes. 11 plus 3 is 14. <laughs> you dropped to zero hit points. No. No. <laughs> please, oh, please don't cool. fall over with me on your back. Uh, then I did a whole six damage to the shadow creature. Oh, no. <laughs> I hurt myself more than the, the damn shadow. Dear sweet Corey, why? 
<laughs> so you know what's um, funny is in in older editions of D there's actually a fumble mechanic where when you mm-hmm. do roll a one just like when you roll a 20 there's actually a negative effect whether it yeah. is you hurt yourself you hurt somebody nearby you or you actually drop your weapon and that's why they call it the fumble um mm. or critical fumble mm. so i i like that you put that on yourself it, it actually provides uh, uh interesting imagery all right so six damage it is still hovering around in a shadowy fogginess and it is now uh, blossom's turn Okay, before I do anything, I do want to just call out and be like, Hey, Irving, how you doing, buddy? You okay? You with us? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've been on worse trips. Okay, I got some health potions. Do you need some health potions? I mean, I'm, I'm... I'm feeling a little bit better right now. Maybe in a minute, though. Okay, just just holler. I'm going to keep shooting this thing. Just holler if you need me. All right, thank you. Anytime. Happy to help. And I'm going to shoot the shadow monster with my crossbow. That is 27 for the attack. That hits. And 12 damage. And then I will extra attack. Shoot again. 26. Which I'm assuming hits. And that's seven damage. All right. So that actually is enough to drop this shadow demon. So describe what happens. Oh, my gosh. So each time I've been hitting it with the the crossbow bolts, it just sort of like, like kind of poofs through it a little bit. Um, But this last time I hit it, it's just just enough damage. And it kind of just sinks in and just shoot into this shadow monster and it just sort of like melts and it's now a puddle on the floor. And it is now a puddle of shadowy mass upon the ground. Yeah. Okay. So it is Irving's turn. Um, Irving, you have lost uh, your call lightning. Not that I could use it with uh, flocks being basically grappled. Yeah, that's fair. You would have had to have attacked both of them. So, just to clarify, any spell that would be like target creature would affect both people if they are grappled. Correct. I mean, I would say for the sake of roleplay, yes. Okay. Well, but if we think about this, no, that sounds that sounds dangerous. I'm not going to do that. I have a spell that could hit both of them and knock Wolfgang prone, but... Listen, though. Do what it. if... What if... No, you I were really, am- really <laughs> sketchy on the HP, and I was like, downing you in that caustic, poisonous, acid gas sounds like a bad idea. But what if I am behind Wolfgang, and I've got him like where he's like chest and everything out, so maybe I have like three quarters cover. Well, it hits it hits an AoE, so Well that's all I had for that. <laughs> Sorry. Also, especially with lightning, it tends to be a little conductive. No, lightning's gone. I can't cast but that. For again. Science. Oh, if you were trying to bring that back. <laughs> for science. 
I cast Lucas, knife Stacey. and stab both of them. <laughs> Actually, spiritual weapon could be a knife. Oh my gosh. All right, what is going to be? Uh, you know, the, for, for the sake of allowing my friends to continue this fight without having to deal with that gas, it might be a good idea to at least take a pot shot. So I'm going to cast Earth Tremor and target Wolfgang. Okay. Which will unfortunately also target Flocks. Okay, so how does this work? Uh, Dex save of 15. So it just basically causes a tremor in the ground, and it shakes. Oh, wait, never mind. No, I'm sorry. It's, I'm it, being it stupid. It erupts from you in a 10-foot radius. Yeah, you're right. Never mind. Sorry, I misread that. So you hit Bosley, Corey. Yeah, that would be a bad idea. Blossom. I don't want to do that. I ain't tripping that much. Have you ever played with a DM who's just like, nope, you said it, man. Sorry. Messed uh-huh. up. Luckily, yeah. no. Channel it's it. me. <laughs> it's me. I didn't take my hand off the chess piece. Nope. <laughs> All right. So do you have a different spell you'd like to try? Um. Yes. Cure wounds on myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's nice. fair. Roll for cure. Um. I've only got the number of hit points left to heal, so I'm just fully okay. killed. Okay. I- <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I- nothing. How's Bosley looking? Yeah, about that. <laughs> oh. Well, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. You're fine. You only took 17 damage. And What are you, a cleric? I mean, right? <laughs> I remember we had this HP talk could be worse. before. You could be a wizard. <laughs> 17 damage, 7 before that. So we go to the top of the round. Um, Wolfgang Puck is grappled by Phlox. Um, He looks at you, Phlox, as you both are in a deadly embrace and says, If I'm going to go down, I'm going to take you down with me to backseat. And he casts Lightning Bolt on himself and on you. How does he do that while he's grappled? He doesn't have movement. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have movement, but he can still attack you, cast spells. Grapple does not um, incapacitate or stun. It's only restrained, and restrained is only cannot move. Okay. Okay, so dexterity saving throw for the both of us. Well, I did not see this coming. That's for damn sure. Mm. Well, you know, hero brought it to mind that electricity Hero. is conductive and both well, of us well, okay, what type of spell Hero. is called lightning then because if he has to move his arms around well no. it's not it's lightning bolt yeah but what like is it a verbal spell or is it yeah, material I, spell into or the weeds. verbal semantic and material if it's somatic, if it's somatic then can... he does need to move his arms to actually cast a spell yeah, but his arms aren't restrained. She's grappling him, so he can't move. Yeah, I think you can. How still do you cast. grapple? Okay, if you were <laughs> grappling me, I would still punch you in the face, hero. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> that took a turn. <laughs> I mean, I don't what know if, if what you if like that's what's been cast for GC twenty twenty one. Probably catch an elbow, a headbutt. You know, I would wriggle an arm out. Um, okay. I'm uh, fine with this course Mike, of action. I don't know why everyone's so upset. saving throw. <laughs> All right, V. That's a die eight. That's not what I want. 
definitely. No, yes. Guidance yeah. is fine. That's, that's okay. What are you thinking? 15? That's not bad. That's Plus 5 good. is 20. All right. Um, let me Hell see. Yeah. If... Oh, boy. What was the total? 20. 20 is its save. So you actually save by the skin of your teeth, which means you only take half damage. And you're sure this isn't a missile? <laughs> a stroke of lightning. lightning. <laughs> I mean, it's technically a bolt. And a bolt is what you shoot from a crossbow, which would... I'm, I'm going to stop oh, now. God. Y'all are going to make it's not a, Yeah, I know. Stop. By the way, Hero, for somebody who allowed you to say you chose the party not to be affected by your spell. <laughs> yeah. You're really digging in a little deep here, buddy. All right. So um, he also saves. So both of you have saved. We only take half damage from this. Um, and if I recall correctly... It is 8d6 lightning damage. Four, eight, ooh, 14, 17. So that's four of them. Uh, 22, 27, uh, 28, and two. So 30. So you take 15 points of damage. And so does he. And Phlox, it is now your turn. Was that enough damage to drop you? Uh-oh. Oh, boy. No. Oh, how dare you keep me in suspense with that smile. <laughs> um, so the way that I imagine this happening is that a big bolt of lightning kind of comes through the sky or comes from the sky like right towards us, but we sort of just push away from each other and mostly just the front of us is like just entirely singed. Um, Flocks now with two hit points remaining chooses to to give up and surrender. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, that's probably not a bad idea. Giving up. Mike Lane says, withdraw, question mark. Okay, so I'm going to use a key point. And at two points, we're going to just, like, see each other across the battlefield, not say anything, blink, blink, and Phlox is, I mean, immediately just, like, in the crowd, if there is even a crowd still there. Say that one more time. You, you run into the crowd. Yeah, so I'm, like, gone. I've completely disengaged. I don't provoke an opportunity attack, but I'm out. Okay. So you disengage, and then um, then you move. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Flox uh, has withdrawn from the combat. Um, it is now Bosley's turn. How far away is Wolfgang from us right now? <sighs> I would say... 60 feet 60 feet if I were, yeah because he had moved back 30 she had moved 30 past the shadow so 60 feet from where the shadow is and then we still have the fog and the tentacles kind of in between us Just uh, yeah. Like yeah okay all 
Then I will. Hey. Hmm? No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought you were thinking I was going to use that time to speak, but go ahead. No, no, go for it. Hey, Steph, how much um, HP can I get from one of your hit po- or your potions? Because I think I'm going to try to strafe to your side and call out for you to toss one to me. Uh, so it's 2d4 plus 2. Okay. So it's not a whole lot, but... Yeah, if you hadn't yeah. run into the crowd, I was going to run <laughs> up and cast uh, Channel Divinity Preserve Life, which would have split 25 HP between us. Yeah, uh, I didn't... I, but no, but the it, thing I is, yeah. it makes perfect sense what you did. Like it makes yeah, I don't. I don't trust sense. Bosley to like <laughs> have my back right now. Exactly. So there's no way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I fully understand it. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna cast Sacred Flame at Wolfgang, and it is a cantrip cast at will, range of sixty feet, instantaneous, and has a Dex saving throw of fourteen. Oof, uh, rolled a two. All right, so failing that, you take 1d8 radiant damage. Yeah, so uh, it's not much, but it's something. That's uh, a five. You kill Wolfgang Puck with your <sighs> sacred flame. <sighs> oh. So your holy flame just kind of erupts around him like a, a small uh, kind of like uh, flame burst and he uh, starts to drop to his knees uh, and he locks eyes with you, Bosley, and says, he's coming for you. And then he drops to the ground, charred, husk. Wolfgang has died. The crowd cheers. <laughs> Everybody is up in their seats. Um, you can see Mary Goodberry and Paul Hollytree pulled off to the side. Um, and uh, it is kind of somber. Um, I think a lot of you are pretty beaten and battered. Um there were some gruesome points uh, in this battle, uh, and you have completed one more uh, of your uh, quest towards Guy Fairy. Um, but unfortunately, all of them are dead, so you will not be able to question them uh, to get any information, unless you have the ability to speak with dead or s- through some other means. I do have a revivify spell. I wanted to head over to Wolfgang. Okay. Prepare up some rope to restrain Wolfgang as much as possible. Arms behind the back, legs tied with the arms as best as possible. And once I have seemingly Wolfgang like reasonably restrained as if he were animated, I will cast revivify. Do you remember uh, rope use was a skill back in the day? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would <laughs> bring that shit back. Right. I would say, <laughs> what would this fall under? 
skill-wise. Of hand? I mean, if we're doing this, then I'm going to, since we have Irving, Corey, and... Nope, I mean, too I, late. I, I do have manacles, but you were on a mission. take his hand off the rope. Nope, 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 nope. After the sasso was given him before, this is to be expected. I will accept sleight of hand or... Yep, that's it. <laughs> Maybe survival. I- I'll give you survival. I mean, you'd probably okay. use rope in survival. So, but oh, hang I'll on, like one second. Can I say I have a passive wisdom insight roll of seventeen? Can I just okay. be like, hang on, you shouldn't be tying this rope. You're still <laughs> hurt. I'm healed. Okay, so are you gonna tie the rope? Yeah. Okay. Totes. Go Okay. <laughs> Roll survival or uh, sleight of hand. That's fine. Sleight of hand. Well, actually, survival's higher. I'll do that. It is 18. Okay. Now, Bosley, what are, is your next step? Uh, once he is... Uh, once we have him adequately tied up, I'll just mention to everyone who is around now, be at the ready. We're going to get whatever information we can. And I will cast Revivify. Revivify brings somebody back to life within the last minute with one hit point. Wolfgang, now tied up by Irving's skilled rope use, coughs horribly as uh, a small amount of Smoke comes out of the blackened and charred husk that was once known as Wolfgang. <laughs> what, what, what have you done? Why, why am I back? Because I wasn't done with you. I need answers. You said he's coming. <sighs> <laughs> Don't you know who who he is? I want to hear it from you. <laughs> the dark one. The dark lord. Guy. Guy fairy comes for you. And and the things the dark things he did to your Diane and what he will do to you. While he's saying that, my spiritual weapon turns into a knife and it's dancing behind me, like over my shoulder pointed at him. So you know. You know what he did to Diane. You know why? (laughs) I watched. I, I feel like you would have to roll like some kind of will yeah. to not just outright kill him. So if you could roll you a suggest? will save. Like there isn't a will though. That's the problem. There is. Is there a will save? You just uh, use your wisdom, wisdom modifier. Yeah. Okay. God damn. Okay. Well, that dice went away forever. Crit 20. Okay. So the dagger goes straight towards his eye but just holds back oh okay 
Okay. Like he's definitely getting to me even with that, but I'm just able to hold back because we need this information. But I feel like you're quivering and like it is taking everything within you to not just destroy this person. Mm -hmm. And you could see this like smile come across his charred and crisp lips. And he says, wait, wait till you go to favor town. (laughs) That's where he's hiding. You will see the atrocities he has wrought upon all of his victims. So Flavortown is where we need to head to to find him. No, I said Favor. Favortown. Sorry, in the crisp lips. F little hard to understand you. Like to consume Fay. It's a play on words. And the name of his restaurant. Where he eats people. Anything else you want to say? I am surprised that she would settle for a human like yourself. I counted myself lucky. And now I am striving to earn the trust and love that she put in me. I'm not letting this rest until that bastard goes down. And then I'll plunge the dagger straight into his eye. His body goes limp, motionless. Um, You stand above uh, this man who you have burned and stabbed, uh, and it does not bring you satisfaction. Uh, The information that Diane might have at Guy Ferry's hands sustains some type of injury or torture or uh, emotional um, damage is weighing heavy on you. Um, You're finding out a lot about your ex-fiance that you did not know, even though you spent many a days with her um, before that fateful night. The only information you're able to get was the name of Guy Ferry's restaurant, Favor Town. But other than that, you have nothing else to go off of. Still bleeding. Very injured from the fight. The spiritual dagger dissipates. After I see that he's fully gone. And I'll stand up. Look at my companions who were. Uh, like who was around for that? Like Irving I know was. Who else was around? While that was going on. Um, I would have scampered off of Corey's perch. And went to look for flocks Because I knew she was injured. So. I might have heard. Depending on how loud it was. But I, I wasn't right there. Well, they, it's all also like sixty feet from where we were originally. Yeah, so Corey, and, and he 
he wouldn't have had a loud voice. I mean, it would have yeah. probably been like a raspy gargle, right? Yeah. So I, I'm off looking for Phlox. I probably would have went towards Phlox to make sure that I didn't have to carry her back, basically, to see how bad she was. And if we could get her fixed up, knowing that you had that in hand. So I'll look at Irving after standing up still bloodied and just say you heard him favor town is where we must go next i need to rest and collect myself if you can let our friends know what we learned i'll, I'll meet you back at the inn and I'll start limping away back towards the end. Irving is just high. <laughs> it does not respond whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like smoking off to the side. Still thinking about butter suppositories. Oh no. <laughs> what? Where did Bosley go? Oh man, where's everybody? What happened? Did I tie what? that rope or what? <laughs> you should absolutely make him roll for whether or not he fucking remembers to tell us anything when we get oh. back. Yes, please. Oh, God. <laughs> you yes. put your faith in the worst people. <laughs> he was like a the bear. shaggy of your group. Yes. <laughs> like, he went that way. Zoinks. <laughs> row, row. <laughs> <laughs> Blossom, um, you immediately run into the crowd that starts to dissipate. Um, you can see that there is quite an excited chatter, a lot of uh, talk that you could pick up from the conversations happening around you. Oh man, there's never a, a battle at the end of one of these competitions. It was amazing. Do you think that was staged? And uh, unless V, you're actively hiding. Um, I would say that they're able to find you. So that, I guess, would be up to you. Are you looking to distance yourself from your friends? Or was that just a moment of self-preservation um, and kind of regrouping to go back on the attack on Wolfgang? Yeah, so she's certainly not going to be hiding. She mostly, because she doesn't know, you know, what his hit point situation was or anything. Um, mostly just getting as far away as she could so that she didn't die in the next second. Because in her mind, she does not have a cleric at all anymore. So um, she'll just kind of be waiting. I don't even know that she would have gone back into combat without finding some means of uh, health regeneration at some point. So you have uh, large um, streaks of charred skin um, along your body where you were struck by the lightning and your body feels incredibly weak from the large amounts of gas that you inhaled uh, from that uh, magical cloud and uh, you feel incredibly weak um, kind of at the edge of uh, you know that uh, consciousness um, and as you kind of walk around um, aimlessly 
Blossom, Corey, uh, the two of you come upon flocks, and the three of you are united again. Flocks, are you okay? Guys. Um. I am not good. You don't look good. And she just falls forward. I mean, just absolutely passes out. I would like to catch her before she hits anything. Okay, you do so. You catch your friend from a long time, and uh, you are very worried. You haven't seen Phlox in this state before, and she is unconscious. I'm going to, um, while Corey's holding her, kind of just gently like put a hand on the side of her head and uh, ha- help her drink the potion of healing, even though she's unconscious. Just kind of gently tip it into her mouth. You do so, and um, you can see that some of the scarring kind of lightens up. Um, There is a bright pink flesh underneath the black charring. Um, But she does not wake from her unconsciousness. You just see that uh, there is a little bit more of ease of breathing um, as she slumbers uh, within Corey's protective arms. So as my friends are holding me, you'll see that like my hand is clenched at around the rocky talkie and like I, that was like my lifeline or something and what I was most recently using. So you, you do have that clenched in your hand, but um, un- unless they, I mean, I, I guess they could see it, but maybe they won't react to it. Um, Can I go in search of my friends? Absolutely. Irving, you are um, within sight of Corey and Blossom. They hold a unconscious box uh, within their arms. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. I thought she was walking around, wasn't she? Did you guys hit her? No. Absolutely not. She's just in a bad way. That was a tough battle. We got to get her somewhere so she can heal and rest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Boss boy, he um, he walked off um, in search of healing, which is weird because I can heal. But, um, you know, he heal. Isn't he a cleric or something? He's he's moody right now. Um, So he just left. Uh, yeah, he was gonna meet us back at the inn, something about a restaurant, and, um, and that lady he's really fancy on that's dead now. Um. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Diane? Yes, that's the one. You guys are on point. So, yeah, he's, he's, he's getting cleaned up. And, um, but, you know, I, I can help, um, Phlox here, because I have a few oh, more spells please. up my, my sleeves. I will cast two more of my Cure wound spells, so that is 16 HP. Right. Oh, guys. Um, I think I might need a long rest. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, 
think that would so, do some good. Good job finishing off the Wolfgate. Let's call him Wolfgate. Fuck. That <laughs> guy was awful. I hated him. It's the worst. It, I'm going to have yeah. scars forever. Ugh. Yeah, he sucks. Anyways. Did you get any good information out of him? We, uh, I was so far away trying to take care of the Wolfgang guy, and I couldn't keep running back and forth, but like every time I looked over, there were just like more guys dropping. I was hoping we were able to get some amount of information. Well, um, Bosley had me tie up his corpse, um, and then he brought him back. And then quickly knifed him in the face again. So I think he got oh something out of him. God. So, but like what? He brought um, him back just to kill him again. Jeez. Well, like um, Guy Fairy has like a restaurant. Um, it sounded really close to Flavortown. Um, which I get the I get the Rocky Talkie. <laughs> like this is <laughs> enough to go on. <laughs> uh, Bobby Faley! Bobby Faley! Over! Flox, is that you? Over? Yes, it's me. Uh, does Guy Fairy have a place called Flavortown? Over. Uh, well, no, it's <laughs> it's pronounced Favortown. I dart my eyes at, <laughs> at Irving for making me look like a fool. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that was it. It was um, Noel. Yeah, got it. Uh, sorry, I was misinformed about the name. Yeah, Favortown. Great. Um, so, like, that's where he's at? Over? Uh, yes, but his restaurant is not here in Tamar Rennell. It's in the Necropolis. Fuck. Over. I forgot to say over. I'm sorry. Over. I'll, add it. I'll add it in the post. <laughs> um, Flox, why don't you come back to my estate? I have clerics on retainer, and if you have sustained any injuries, I'll be more than happy to pay for your healing. Over. I look around at my party who also probably sustained some amount of damage. I have no idea. I'm doing great. Everyone looks great. Okay. I, I like this perch thing. This is great for Blossom. <laughs> Thank you, Bobby Faley. I'm on my way. Over. Uh, great. Um, I will send somebody to come get you and direct you to my manor. Over. Great. I take a long rest and I wait for them. <laughs> and that is where we will call it for tonight. Friends gone wild. Friends gone wild. Friends gone wild. Friends gone wild. Oh my gosh, that was such an amazing episode. Thank you so much, Fred, for taking us on this journey into the Fey Wild, where I turned into the crispiest marshmallow I have ever been in my whole time playing the creeping flocks of summer. So yay s'mores. <laughs> um, if you want to find more from Fred, uh, Fred, how can they find you on the interwebs? They can find me on the Twitterverse at I think I'm Fred. 
And if you want to get your head chopped off and then maybe your body used as like an intimidation tactic against all of your buddies, you can find Stacy because she'll do that for you. And Stacy, where can they find you and acquire some services? You can find me at definitely Stacy. And if you want to kind of forget about things that happen here and there willy-nilly and cause trouble and strife for all of your friends, Mike is a great lesson giver on that. <laughs> Mike, how can people learn how to destroy their friendships from you? Where can they get this good, good information? You can find me at One Gaming Lane, where despite not rolling a critical failure, I can still sometimes strive for one. Uh. <laughs> And if you want to perch atop of your good, good friend and not sustain any damage in a battle and just pew, pew, uh, you can do that by emulating Steph. And you can find out more about her where. Oh, you can find me at Starlet Firefly. And if you want to learn how to abandon your friends and walk away (laughs) from the battle to lick your own wounds at the end, uh, you can learn how to do that from our good friend Hiroshi, who's actually much better than Bosley. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Don't let Bosley be a reflection on our good friend Hero. Where can they find you? They can find me at maybe Hiroshi. And if you want to follow me and all of my shenanigans, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Typical Veronica. And if you want to catch up with more on what the show is doing, you can follow us at St. Paxton Podcast. That's ST for Saint. And uh, we'll catch you next time as we conclude our venture into the Feywild. Yay. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, man. All I could think of is, like, how do you get away from this crazy feline monk that could move super quick do 20 attacks stun (laughs) all kinds of things I'm not like Uh, no lie I was terrified that he was gonna find some way to teleport away after mm. reviving him like I was genuinely terrified oh I didn't even think about that yeah (laughs) well and and you know, V mentioned Man. that, like, oh, keep that guy alive so we could find out where he went. Because I think that but was yeah. a that, concern that he. That was away. also in her head. Like, she didn't expressly state to anyone, keep them alive. As far as I remember. I feel like she or did. Or did you, V? Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. I know. I think I it was just so. talking because I was so far by the, like, with all of my movement roles, I was so far away That's, from yeah. you guys. Like, yeah. we just kept getting further and further away. So there was no way for me to even really know what was happening on the other side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, I, I definitely was not going to let him go without getting some information. But that was a great example of, you know, how you can split the party without splitting the party. Mm. And, you know, it worked out really well, except we had both of our healers on the same, you know, side of the (laughs) battle. And that's like, that can be pretty damaging. But um, yeah, I think it worked out super well. So good job, Fred. I I typically, you know, don't enjoy battle very much, but I really enjoy how you kind of like just continue to weave the story through, through mm-hmm. combat. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I was really worried that you guys were just going to like steamroll through these characters, <laughs> but it, it ended up kind of working out where, you know, 
Wolfgang and this shadow demon kind of did separate your group. And mm-hmm. then, you know, Phlox is very formidable, but one-on-one, you know, I was <clears throat> able to figure out, okay, within the spell list of the standard drow mage, I was able to use the spells in a sequence where it was favorable, which was really fun. So, yeah. Yeah, that mm-hmm. tentacle... Uh, I had to think on my feet, man. That was a really hard fight. I have a question, though. Um, can we level? <laughs> <laughs> no. Was I was thinking that before oh, man. this session. I was like, they should have leveled by now. I haven't said anything. Um, I'll say that you guys can level up two levels for all of the adventures. Oh, wow. Oh, yay. So oh, wow. You guys will move up to level seven. Um, so you'll have some fun new things to play with when you come back to the next session. Nice. I'm so excited. Um, So one of the things I get at level six is wholeness of body, which allows me to heal myself like a huge amount of hit points. And I feel like in story, it's something that I would maybe learn from Bobby Faley's clerics as Mm. kind of like a, yeah, I don't fucking need you anymore. How dare you walk away from all of us? (laughs) And uh, we'll see. I am so curious to see how this all plays out just because like, Bosley was very willing to just admit that they have the same goals so despite all the frustrations and anger at least it's a common enemy so we don't have to like each other but we should work together and now him going off to the inn and then everyone going off to Bobby's (laughs) it's like shit I I tried and they don't want me around so mm, why yeah. did I even like it? It could oh. be a whole suit. Like there's so much potential in this that is just so rich and fascinating. Yeah. yeah. I almost feel like you would probably strike out on your own now with this. Information, oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. And the group mm-hmm. will have to also strike out on their own and, and we'll see where that kind of takes us. Um, yeah. But I still love the fact that Bosley has the audacity in the middle of the fight when he comes up with the spirit guardians. He's like, "We have to talk." <laughs> like, I know, right? Mid fight, I was just like, "What am I supposed to do with that?" I like, know. I'm not even oh, gonna respond. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, lack like, of it, response. It's, is it's good. such <laughs> a ridiculous thing to do. Yeah, that, uh, like for you to respond in any way, shape, or form, almost would have been like. Uh, like uh, you're you're practical enough to go shut the fuck up and yeah. fight yeah what the <laughs> fuck man <laughs> i mean I, I like to cook but i also like to punch more than that so. <laughs> um, there's like at least a 20 percent chance that irving's going to show up at bosley's just like so what do we need to talk about <laughs> <laughs> i oh love my irving God. <laughs>